Um, it's a picture of Lanny Poffo. Yeah. And uh, he's wearing, like, a crocheted... The only way to describe it is crocheted armor. Okay. Right? And he's got a Frisbee. And, uh... Oh! Nope, this is... Nope. It was liked by Filthy Tom. This is actually a Jonah tweet. God damn it, now I gotta read it anyway. Shit! (laughs) Jonah tweeted the funniest thing I've ever seen on this app. Uh, so it's that picture of Lanny Poffo with a frisbee, right? Yeah. And um, let me get the direct quote from Jonah here. If it's Jonah's tweet, I think I have seen this. Nobody has cool wrestling gimmicks like gay frisbee man anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have we don't have like an an intro or anything. Thank I guess. God, I can just talk. A deer hit my car, and I said, my it took my my mirror off and it dented my door. And I called the cops, right? Sure. And I said, hey, because I've never had anything like this happen in my life. I said, I, I don't know what I do at this point. And she's like, do you want to file a report? And I right. said, what's, what's that mean? <laughs> and she's like, well, if you're going to file an insurance claim, you have to file a report. And I was like, I've got a thing to do. And she's like, okay, well, you can do it tomorrow. That's fine. If your car is fine. And I was like, yeah, just hit the side. And she's like, all right. And she's like, well, where are you? Because we'll send somebody out to get the deer. And I was like, well, I'm on this road. And she's like, is there a crossroad nearby? And I was like, there's one right behind me. Let me look real quick and I'll tell you what it is. And when I looked at my rear view mirror to check, um, it, I, like, a truck pulled up and just threw the fucking deer in the back of the truck and drove off. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, um, you actually don't have to send anybody here because somebody just grabbed this dead deer. And she's like, like, and threw it in a car. It's like, she threw it in the back of a truck. She's like, okay, well, <laughs> talk wow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I very much relate to that being from, like, a rural area myself. That would definitely, like, yeah, it makes sense that that would happen. But, uh, wow. So you're okay, though. Yeah. Um, my, the side of my face hurts, but I didn't hit it on anything. I think the noise, <laughs> the noise of the deer hitting me, scared me so much that my body reacted like it got hit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that can happen. So loud! It was like a, it was like a Monday Night Raw pyro. It makes so much fucking noise. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, it sure. was brutal. <laughs> yeah, I just paid that yeah. car off last month. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Damn, that's tough. Like, if I was somebody that cared about, like, it's going to be embarrassing driving around this dented car door, like, yeah. I would be more mad. But I don't give a shit. Uh, so, it's, I don't know. It's really funny. Yeah. Well, cool. As long as you're okay. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. I, uh, yeah. My dog's fine. Well, that's good. He uh, looked at me a lot the whole way home, though, and I feel like he was judging me, and I wanted to let him know I'm I'm a good driver. That's he was I, probably <laughs> super fucking confused. He was. I had to. I went through McDonald's and got him some nuggets, just to, like <laughs> maybe this will help. You look. You look very scared and confused. Maybe here's a nugget. Yeah. Well, Did you see any dogs? Any shows lately? No, I did go to a concert last week, but I didn't. I didn't. They didn't have any dogs in there. 
Mm. Uh, I might go to a concert Saturday. Okay. I have to decide if I want to get out, though, because I have... The last two weekends, like, I've had a thing that I've had to travel for, and then next weekend I have a toy convention that I'm doing barbecue at uh, with my friend Brock, and then the weekend after that I have wrestling in Columbus. So this could be my one weekend to not do anything at all. Or I can go see uh, Jeff Rose's stock at the, grog, at the grog shop. Okay. So I have to decide what I want to do. Well, I went to see um, Off With Their Heads. Okay. Uh, and Dollar Signs, which is like a, a a local band in Charlotte. But they, they do have like some national like recognition, I think. But, do uh, I don't think it'd be the kind of thing you were into. I'm checking my Spotify. It sounds familiar. No, I like a song called Off With Their Heads. That's why it's not <laughs> familiar. So, uh, but it was weird because, so it's in Charlotte, which is, uh, about two hours from where I live. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it started at nine o'clock. Now, I'm not a person that enjoys staying up late. I don't, I don't like, that's not my thing. I, um, I'm very much like a child in that way. Um, and also I had been like sick, like, uh, I've been having like allergy attacks, but I felt like well enough to go. And then I had to be at work at like, uh, eight o'clock the next morning. So when, um, the last band came on and they got about four songs into their set, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm going to be fucked tomorrow either way. I might as well just, like, go all out. Fuck it. So I just, like, fucking went to, like, the mosh pit and fucking, like, was up front and, like... Because they were, like, going out into the crowd and, like... But I really paid for it the next couple days. I feel like shit after that, but, uh... They're doing all that during a pandemic? Well, yeah, that, I mean, that was, okay, that was two years ago. Um, I went, it is crazy, it is crazy to me that there are still people that are like, no, you can't go do things anymore. Yeah, I like that, though. I'm gonna go do stuff, I'm sorry. Um, I like those people, that's, that's, that's a funny bit. There are people that just haven't left their house in like three years. Yeah, Howard like, Stern. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like it's good for you. It's good for you that like you live this privileged life where they were like, "Don't leave your house," and you're like, "I'm just never going outside again." But like most of us, like the way I look at it, it's like if I've got to go to fucking work and risk my life. Then I can definitely go to a concert. Yes, that's how I felt about it too. Because I ne- I didn't get a pandemic, um, because yeah. my job was like we time. make yeah. we make one part for the railroad, and because we make that one part of the railroad, we were essential. And I didn't get a fucking day off. Of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in fact, I worked at a grocery store, so it was like, uh, guess what, motherfuckers, we're gonna be working more than ever. <laughs> Yeah. Such shit. The next pandemic better be, like, worse. So I can... <laughs> it better be... I think the next one should be something that, like, 
You can only catch at the grocery store, but it's okay to go into the office. <laughs> uh, Dustin Rhodes likes to tweet about how Dr. Fauci should be in prison. And um, <laughs> I read the rest of the comments, and they were so funny. It was people like, just so, remember, everybody, this one was just a trial run. They're going to get us with a worse one next time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Beautiful. I love it. Which is like, that's half right. <laughs> like, there is going to be another one, and it's probably going to be worse. But, like. Listen, dude, I uh, was telling my dad, because my dad will watch the news and get very, very angry, right? Um, yeah. Uh, he watches, he's, it's not Fox News. He watches, like, real news. <laughs> but, like, the, yeah. the real world, it makes him very, very angry. And I've tried to explain to him that I can't care anymore because. In my lifetime, it only gets worse, and then I die. So right now is, like, the most tolerable it'll be, so I have to find it funny. Like, because it only gets yeah. worse from here. Like, my life, when I'm his age, is going to be so shit. Like. Yeah, it drives me insane. Like, uh, people, like, lecture you about voting and shit, and it's like, buddy, I've never voted for anybody in my life. Where afterwards, I was like, ah, I see how that benefited me. <laughs> I, it's like, the only thing I want to be, like, interested in politics is today at work, I came up with a bit uh, that I thought was super funny, where, like, uh, I live in a tiny, tiny town where I think we have maybe, like, 2,000 people, right? Okay. Like, I live in the town that I graduated high school, and my graduating class is like 53 people. So it's very, very small, right? And well, I that's said, even smaller than mine, which was maybe like 100. Um, before I die, I want to run for mayor under the Communist Party. Sure, do it. Yeah, I think it'll be a really funny bit, especially because, like, I would make them do, like, a debate. I just... Because, like, I understand how these people are, and they're stupid. And I would just be like, what are you, what are you, a pussy? And then, and then he would do it, right? <laughs> and it would be some guy I know, right? Because I live yeah. in a small-ass town. So the debate will absolutely devolve into him calling me slurs and me being like, shut the fuck up, man. You graduated in, like, a class of 53 at, oh. like, 48th. Like, you're fucking dumb, dude. <laughs> and, like... Mm-hmm. I just think it'll be one of the funniest uh, bits I could ever do. Sure. I love bits, man. That sounds good to me. I, yeah, that sounds great. This is my um, own podcast right now. Do you realize that? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I want to say this. I'm glad we're doing this again because I uh, I had a podcast about against me, uh, the band For there. Now? Yes. And and uh, <clears throat> I like put a lot of time and effort and like work into that podcast. Like I yeah. spent so many hours like reading things and listening to music and researching and editing and all this stuff. And then we do this. So that show ends and I'm like, Ed, can we throw up these old episodes? And you're like, yeah, I don't care. And, uh, they were just totally unedited, just like rambling. And, uh, I got way more feedback about that than I ever Yeah, did. dude, it's cause so I'm so fucking likable. 
It really, yeah, it's you. It is you. People, people, people tell me like all the time. They, I don't know if they tell you this, but people all the yeah. time tell me that like we're the same. Okay. Um, but <laughs> the one way that we are very different is that like you, you are just like a lovable guy. Yeah. Like people really like you and I have to like work really hard. Uh, <laughs> and then still I'm like never sure. There's like maybe five people online that I'm like positive like me and are never mad at me. Um, and you're one of them, so it's great to talk to you. I get told we're the same in the sense that like, uh, we're both, I feel like we're both, <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. So like, I live alone and like, I didn't date till I was like 29 and like, I just did a lot of things alone. So I don't know a sure. lot of the things that I do are not normal things. Um, and I feel oh, like I totally the same way, yeah, right? Yeah. But here's how we're different is we're like, you think you're sane for this stuff. We're like, I realize I'm the weird, crazy one, right? Like the baked potato <laughs> thing. Like right away when I saw that woman take a bite of that baked potato, I was instantly like, okay, so I've been probably – because that's too weird. Like, that, ha no one in the comments is like, is she eating the skin? So that's when I figured, I was like, okay. So, like, you know, I, I was just, I'm, I'm the weird one that, like, I didn't know that you eat the skin of a, a baked potato. Where, like, you would argue with them that you are absolutely the same one for this. And they are crazy. Why would you eat the skin of a potato? But they're the, nor like, they're the normal ones. We're the outliers. And you wouldn't see that. And I do. I think that's where we're different. Wow. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't need that's the fucking why, uncle making fun of me about shit. I really don't. I know. <laughs> that's why I had to leave the uncle to uncle discord because almost every day there would be some kind of argument or something where I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are people mad at me? I haven't said anything. And then they'll be like, how do you not fucking, you can't just say this or this. And I'm like, well, I didn't know you couldn't do that. So eventually I just was like, I think I'm getting on everybody's nerves. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> and uh, and no one said, like, we miss you. So I think that was the correct uh, <laughs> assumption. <laughs> so this is why I don't like the uncles making fun of me. I don't know if it's fucking Franklin or Howard on that Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's Howard. It's Howard. I is can it? tell you it's Howard. Fucking yeah, because I think Franklin, when, like, everything went down. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was just like, fuck this Twitter shit. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm getting dangerously close to fuck this Twitter I shit. Think, I think I think Howard in particular, I really like push his buttons and <laughs> agitate him in a big way. Dude, uh, my problem is I, I think Howard thinks that I do things for that reaction, and I, I don't. I'm just living my life. Okay, <laughs> this is what I was trying to explain this to people. Like, I never do anything with the intention of irritating people. Yeah. Like, ever. Like, sometimes I will make jokes to, like, poke at my friends, but I never, like, post some big declarative statement with the intention of, like, this will piss people off. I yeah. just am like, oh, here's a dumb thought I had. Like, I think, and then all of a I, sudden people are yelling at me, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. I think people think I'm engagement trolling when I genuinely just think that Bret Hart is boring. I just 
yeah. always and I always have. This isn't like a new also, like, like if it's I, not like if I, I people post- love Bret Hart and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go against that. I've never fucking liked him. I've always thought he's boring. Yeah, and also like if I post an opinion, that's actually not like a thesis statement that I've written there. Right. Like I don't. I'm not gonna defend that. Like for. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I've, I've talked with the uh, the f- former Podbean Dam crew with, about this a lot, and like here's where I am with shit. Right? Like when I say I, Black Sabbath sucks, like that's not me saying like no one should listen to Black Sabbath. <laughs> like I'm just telling. It's my so like it's like a Twitter thing where people are like, that's just your opinion, and I'm always like, yeah, clear. I'm I fucking said it. Like. I know whose opinion right. it is. I'm not trying to throw Let's a fact into you. This. It's just a fucking opinion. Yes. Okay. And I've had people try to police the way that I talk and go like, well, when you say stuff like that, like you sound dumb. And it's like, okay. okay. But, when you, but when you say like, well, in my opinion, da, 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 you sound boring. I don't want to talk to someone who talks like that. That's lame. I would like, I would, I love to argue about music and stuff because I'm never mad about it. Because yeah. who cares? It's just a stupid thing to like pass the day with. But then like you say stuff and people get actually upset with you and it's like, buddy, I don't know how to explain to you that like I let people down and upset them like in real life when it matters. So you can't get mad at me about like wrestling. You oh my god, can't right? do it. <laughs> Listen, yeah. So, um, this is great. I'm so glad. Um, I twenty minutes in, we have not talked about Steve. <laughs> That's fine. Fuck him. He sucks. A lot of people hate things. It's a great show. Uh, so V1 from OSW review, right? Okay. He puts a video up of like the Roman Reigns. Sammy sings like some something from that, right? And I quote tweet it, right? And he's like, "This is amazing, blah blah blah." And I just quote tweet it because the video's in it, and because it's a thing I've talked on the show for about. I was just like, in quotes, subtle, lol, right? Because the story isn't fucking subtle and drives me insane when I listen to podcasts or on people on Twitter like it's subtle storytelling. No, it's not. It's fucking wrestling. Roman is literally making evil faces at a camera. It's not subtle. Um, so it's it's like, dude. It's the it's, least subtle thing in the world, so and that's why it works so well, because it's like, it's been obvious what's going to happen for three months. I, and I've accepted it's not for me. I don't, it's not my, it's not for me. I get that everyone really likes it. Go ahead and like, I'm not saying you should. It's, it's just not for me, and I'm going to make fun of it. So, I, the V1 guy tweets back, and he's like, I never said it was subtle. And I tweeted him back, and I said, this might shock you, Stephen, but not everything's about you. <laughs> um... <laughs> and some guy was like, well, why would you uh, even put that? And I said, this is going to shock you. I used to have a podcast where I've talked about this. I tweeted this thing, and the people that follow me will know what I'm talking about. And the people that don't know what I'm talking about, I actually don't give a shit. <laughs> like, why the fuck do I care if you don't get it? And he's like, you don't care that you come off like an asshole? And I'd be like, I'm very serious when I tell you this. I don't. Because I don't fucking know you, and you are not real. You live in an app on my phone, and when I delete this app, you're gone forever. You're not a real fucking person. I don't put any stock into what you think about anything. And that's how I've approached Twitter this last month, is like, 
most of these people are not real people, and I don't fucking care. Like, I've had uh, someone in the AIW roster block me on Twitter because I've made fun of too much shit. And it's like, all right, well, go ahead. I see you once a month, dude. Like, I don't fucking... I, uh, yeah, I will say last year when I had a podcast and everything, I was like, I can't act like an insane person on Twitter. I have to promote this podcast. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you can argue that if that was successful or a failure, but I realized like in December, I kind of had like a little, uh, meltdown and I realized like, I gotta just say the things that I want to say Yeah. because that's more fun to me. Than like trying to get along with people just for like the sake of it because I just can't I can't do it like I, I like, have to I have to say like the stupid things that I want to say and I just don't want you to get mad at me about it but if you're going to like I I just I don't care anymore. I like that you said that because uh, somebody in our Discord like I put that up in our Discord is like this might be my favorite interaction I've ever had on Twitter is like telling this person like you literally don't matter your binary code like you are not real <laughs> like it's Twitter this is a real life he's like well that poor person I feel bad for because they thought they were entering an argument with the same person <laughs> and I was like yeah dude. <laughs> like, yeah. For sure. They probably thought they were going to be like, you don't care, you're an asshole. And they thought I was going to be like, oh, sorry, man, I didn't, that's not what I was going for. And instead I went with uh, ego death. Cool. I tell everyone when I see them arguing with you, don't argue with Dwayne. What is he going to be like? Yeah, you're probably right. No, that's not ever. Like, it's a pointless. It's a fool's errand. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> okay. I've had I've had people DM me and say, hey, you shouldn't have said that. And I'll go, oh, okay, sorry. And we're like, we can talk about it. Is it when you made everyone mad about Jay Briscoe? No, nobody DM'd <laughs> me. But this is going to be pointless because I vehemently disagree with you, but there's no point in arguing it because you feel how you feel. What, am I going to change your mind? Like, I Okay, first of all, I didn't say anything bad. If I said something bad, fine. <laughs> but I didn't say anything bad. But also, like, bruh, if you're just going to, like, dunk on me and then, like, yell at me, I'm not listening to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, if a lot of people were mad, I'll be honest with you, I'm unaware of that. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't want <laughs> to get into that any more than I have to. I realized I just have to leave it alone. Like, do, you want, do you want to talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Before we talk about Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. You got to tell me I was right about a thing. I got a big surprise for you. So, <clears throat> all right, Ed. Um, there's no way you remember this conversation. Okay. But a long time ago, um. I told you that if there was ever a third episode of this show, yeah, that I would review uh, the album by Zwan. <gasps> they made Mary one album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they made one album, and it's so uh, good. And then they and then they disbanded. Mm-hmm. Now. <clears throat> I guess 
I'm just going to get into this. I have a whole uh, review here, uh, and maybe we'll get into this, and maybe we won't. I didn't know we were going to talk about my uh, Twitter antics. So, <laughs> but uh, I miss Twitter. T- I miss Twitter talk. I didn't know I made people that mad. I feel now. I feel mm. bad. I, I thought only one person got mad at me. <laughs> um, I mean, I no one, no one was like texting me about it or anything, but I could just read the vibe of uh of what was going on. <laughs> I wouldn't say people were happy. (laughs) Dude, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. You made it through it, and it's fine. Who gives a shit? That's in the past. The past isn't real. You know? There was no through it. There was no through it because I didn't know. Because you didn't know through it. You just don't know you did. Maybe I said something that was not great to say on the day that I said it. Uh But it it wasn't offensive. I mean, it just wasn't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Billy Corgan! Alright. <clears throat> Seriously, the, now. The, the people from Tool! They're in this band, right? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, dude, I think somebody from Tool is in Zwan. I don't know. I'm going to tell you this, Ed. Yeah, I uh, I don't like I don't I don't want to have to do this, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm just gonna have to say it. I really like this album a lot. Yes, dude, it's so fucking good. I was so I never thought there'd be a third episode. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> That's why I said that. I was like, they'll never we'll never do more than I never thought we'd do a second one. You know what I mean? But uh but we're here for the third one. Uh so I was like, well, I gotta do this. He doesn't remember that I told him this, but I'm a man of honor, Ed. And I was like, I gotta listen to this. So I put it off and put it off and I listened to it twice today. Twice. And I got um about the third song in on the first listen and I'm like wait a minute, is this good? Is this like actually, this is good, but in like a not bad way. (laughs) I mean, like, I, I just assumed you were doing a bit. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I, and I, and I want to apologize to you, Ed, because I've never in my life heard any other person talk about this album. (laughs) And, I just assumed like you were fucking with me or that even if you weren't fucking with me, it's something that, you know, you like. So probably not going to be something that I would want to listen to. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, Ed, I mean, I, I, I really, I really, I genuinely enjoyed this. Like it's really good. Yeah. Like it's very well produced. There's some great guitar sounds on here. Like, there's really interesting songs. They're, like, catchy, but they're doing, like, a lot of unique stuff that's really enjoyable. Now, the album is an hour and 18 minutes long. When I saw that, I was just like, oh, my God. Because I'm not, I'm not a Billy Corgan guy. I'm yeah, not me a either. Pumpkin's Head. I like maybe three of their songs, and if I never heard them again in my life, like, I wouldn't care. So I'm like, oh, my God. 
This thing's almost an hour and a half. But it moved, it actually moves pretty fast. Like, they're, they're making good use of the time in all these songs. There's a 14 minute song, and I even like that one. So, yeah, Ed, I gotta give it up to you. This was really, really good. Yes. So good. So, uh, on my old show, I used to do best and worst songs and then the quotes. Mm-hmm. So, that song was tough because I actually liked every song on here. Uh, if it, now one thing that was annoying is this is not on Spotify. No, did you have to watch it on YouTube? Yes, which is yeah. very irritating. If it was on Spotify, I would probably be listening to it a lot more in the future. The fact that it's only on YouTube is tough. But I liked every song here. I'm going to go with um, Declarations of Faith, which I believe is the third song on the album. But uh, they're all pretty good. The worst song, I will say, is the last song, which is Come With Me. Okay. This one just felt like kind of flat. And, like, if you're going to do, like, a 14-minute, like, epic song... You don't need another song after that. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> we got it. Thanks. You know what I mean? Uh, so that that is the only that's really the only criticism I have is this kind of did go on a little long, and this song in particular just felt like okay, we got it though. So I do have one quote here. This is from uh, Will the Pumpkin Man himself here, uh, from the Chicago Tribune, Ed, and this is what he said about the breakup of the band. They uh, they made this album and. Uh, they broke up about six months later. Yep. He said the music wasn't the problem. It was more their attitude. Sex acts between band members and public. People carrying drugs across borders. Pajo sleeping with the producer's girlfriend while we were making the record. So it seems like they were just having a good time and Billy Corgan was bumming everybody out. The Billy Corgan quote that I've always heard about the breakup of Swan is something about how I just left a band full of junkies and didn't want to join another band full of junkies. Hmm. Well, I can see that. Also, Billy Corgan, not, yeah, he's not fun either. So that's for sure. Yeah. No, he he's doesn't. Be one of the I least mean, fun yeah. people. You ever yeah. seen him on that roller coaster, hating life? Yeah. I'm also like not a super fun guy. So we, I can tell, I can see that in Billy. <laughs> You can yeah. sense your own. Yeah, 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 for sure. You also right. wouldn't want to be in a band with junkies. I wouldn't want to be in a band like at all. <laughs> Just the idea of like being on a stage and people looking at me is like, oh, please don't. I'm all right with it. I just, I just, uh, that's not really my thing. I did I a like... panel for like over a hundred people at OhioCon, and that was fucking dope. Yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. But that's, it's, I'm like, it seems fun, but like, yeah, Ooh, I don't know if I could do that. You know what else is fun, Dwayne? T- telling everybody why Stone Cold actually isn't very good. All right, let's get into it. Um, I don't know how deep this will be into the actual podcast, but we've been recording about 40 minutes here. And uh, <laughs> not about, uh, Steve Austin at all. Yeah. Uh, now, I, Austin, I didn't take any. So the last two episodes, I wrote things down, right? 
Yes. But um, I haven't liked Stone Cold since I started watching. Like, I started watching wrestling in 97. And I've never been a Stone Cold fan. So this is all in my brain from the time I was, like, fucking 10. Well, let's let you go then, because I've been talking for a while. So why don't you start it off, and then I'll I'll chime in with my uh, my points uh, in a minute. Cool. I've broken down why I don't like Stone Cold Steve Austin into three categories. Okay, I did too. That's what we normally do. So yeah, one is kayfabe, one is real life, and one is a personal reason. So Dwayne, what would you like me to start with? Uh, Um, let's do the kayfabe one. Kayfabe. So I started watching wrestling in 1997. Um, I've told it on other podcasts and talked about a lot. The thing that like got me hooked was the dude love angle, like mankind becoming dude love. Mankind was like my favorite wrestler when I first started watching that summer because he's just a weird little guy, right? Yeah. I'm a big fan of weird little guys. Um, and he just wanted to be Stone Cold's partner and Stone Cold kept saying no. And I, because he was a freak. And I uh, was so confused because it seemed like all of these men were freaks. Um, so I don't know why this one, just because he wears a leather mask, is like, so does Vader. <laughs> Vader's not a right. fucking freak, right? So I was like, ah, like this guy's kind of mean, right? So then Dude Love comes out. They win the tag titles. And Austin hands Dude Love his tag title, right? And everybody is like, I think even Jim Ross is like, yeah, I showed him respect. And it's like, no, that's his pro. He won it. That's not respect. Yeah. He, that's his. Like, <laughs> what was Stone Cold going to take them both? He's an asshole then. Like, yeah. That, that's that man's property. And he gave it to him and like a little like, hey, thanks. And like, that's as much as that dude gave this guy. And he saved his fucking ass. Like, Stone Cold's getting the yeah. shit beat out of him. And this dude comes down and saves your ass. And the most you can give him is giving him his own belt back. And then like, yeah, thanks for yeah, whatever. Thanks. So then let's flat, let's, Let's flash forward, right? Stone Cold's champ. I uh, just beat Ty- or Shawn Michaels for it. Mm-hmm. And his first feud is <laughs> with Dude Love, <laughs> right? Yeah. And yeah. all I'm thinking about is how Dude Love's actually right here because this guy's a giant asshole to him. <laughs> like, yeah. All he did was like, oh, you're, you're going to beat my boss up. Uh, don't do that because that's how I make money. <laughs> like, Stone Cold's sure. like, oh, fuck you, fuck you. So then, um, like, of course, Dude Love, like, goes with Vince McMahon, because Vince McMahon, uh, because, like, we know, Dwayne, he's not a nice guy, right? Sure. But Mick Foley's a trusting individual, and Vince McMahon shows him kindness and acceptance, which are two things the fucking Stone Cold never did. So why would he go with Stone Cold? He's going to go with this dude that got him teeth and a nice blazer and, like, highlighted his hair. Like, he's putting work into it, and he, he liked having him around, right? So that made... Just that whole makes feud. a lot of good points there that I've never considered. That whole feud, I'm just like, this, no, the Stone Cold guy isn't, isn't great. But then, after that, his next feud is with my second favorite wrestler, Kane. And this is when Kane was the fucking coolest. He's just a monster man that beat everybody up. And it, he wore, like, this bright red, and it was the coolest shit. And then Stone Cold just beats him up and calls him a fucking freak again. And he sucks. Stone Cold sucks, and I didn't like him. That's why. When I was a kid, I never liked Stone Cold for those reasons. Uh, it is interesting if you go back and watch Austin. 
And really, like, any top baby face in the WWE. Yeah, The Rock Hogan, was really mean, too, dude. Rock, Cena, Ultimate Warrior. Like, the most honorable thing you can be in the mind of Vince McMahon is just, like, an antisocial dickhead. Yeah. Like, who, like, if you're, like, a guy who has no friends, that's, like, the most respectable thing you could do. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, Steve Austin in particular, like, a lot of that stuff has aged poorly because it's, like, he is just kind of being an asshole, like, for no reason to a lot of these people. But, um, all right, I'll go with my number one, Ed. Uh, and I had to really think about this because I was a, I was a big Steve Austin fan. Although I will say when I was a kid and I started watching WWF, I was more into The Rock than Steve Austin. Yeah. But, uh, I think the, the, the big thing for me, number one, is just like the bad influence he has had on the wrestling podcast uh world. <laughs> like if, if all the horrible like Conrad Thompson bullshit and like uh just terrible wrestler podcasts that are just full of ads and shit. Like that all traces back to Steve. Like it, podcasting like wasn't a thing that people in wrestling did as, like, a way to, like, cash out. You know, it was, like, a hobby thing. Yeah. And then, like, he got a bunch of money and just, like, read ads and talked about a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and then, like, every fucking wrestler in the world was like, well, actually, I could do that. And uh, and then this, then you got fucking carny assholes like Conrad Thompson who are just, like, you know, like, that all goes back to Steve, and, like, yeah, man, fuck that. That really sucks. Like, the monetization of, like, uh, podcasts is, like, something that's really irritated me in the last few years, because a lot of these wrestling podcasts now are just, like, completely unlistenable. Um, who do you think's had the worst one? The worst, I mean, that you heard, because there's got to be worse than you've heard. Who? Yeah, who's I, heard that? I haven't heard all of them. Who knows? But uh, I've only, I've not listened to full episodes of the absolute dirt worst has to be the Conan podcast <laughs> with, uh, with Disco. Disco, and he also has this co-host on that's just kind of like a guy who's always just angry about whatever's going on in wrestling. Ben Hamid. No, that guy, that guy's super weird. He works with Russo. Yeah, uh, I thought Conan's podcast was a Russo podcast. Huh. I don't think so. Okay. I think he's separate from Russo. Disco works with Russo some, but... Yeah. Yeah. Russo has, like, a whole, like, podcast, like, empire. There's, he has, like, there's yeah. such a good um, episode of Bad Wrestling Podcast about Russo's podcasting network that Murder Brian's on. Oh, I should listen to that. I'm gonna look. You at should. That. It's so fucking good. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to that podcast, so maybe I'll check that out. Um, yeah. So, like, the podcast thing really bugs me because I, like, I was a big, big podcast guy, especially wrestling podcast guy for a long time, and I was so excited about Steve's, like, when it came out, and it was very good at first, but eventually he just like one ran out of things to say, and two just, like, started doing ad reads, like, every five minutes. 
And it's like, he man. He did run out of things to say. He would just tell the same stories like over and over. And it's like, buddy, you wrestled for like 15 years, surely more than like these three or four things happened. But, you know, you, your brain gets rattled around in there. You don't remember everything. Him and Big Big Leon Vader, they put together what he likes to call a fishbone structure of a match, you know? <laughs> My favorite story that he told over and over again was uh, Rick Rude got pissed at him for saying goddamn too much. Yeah. And he was, like, he pulled over the car, him? and he was like, brother, you can't be saying that. Like, all right. What a great story. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of the story. Kill him, Steve? Yeah, that's the whole story. It's like, Rick Rude was religious. He didn't like when people take the Lord's name in vain. And it's like, I guess you could have just cut that out when you're in the car with him. <laughs> yeah, he could have not said it. <laughs> yeah, not hard. But um, all right, Ed. What yeah. was your next uh, point? We'll go with the more uh, the personal reason why uh, I never connected with Stone Cold, and this is why I personally don't like Stone Cold. I'm not saying Stone Cold was a bad wrestler. Like Stone Cold matches kick ass, right? They just don't yeah, click yeah. for me the way they do everyone else. Like I didn't see Stone Cold WrestleMania comeback match till eight months after it happened because I just didn't really care. Like, I don't care that Stone Cold's back. Um, uh, but, I must say, too, I know a, pe- a lot of people really love that match, and I just, I thought it was alright. It was okay. It was better than I thought it'd be. It's also, I, like, this isn't going to be one of my points, so we'll get into it now. That is the most bullshit comeback of all time. Because they're <laughs> like, he might have a match, but he might, hey, he might not. He literally doesn't like, know hey, what I he wants to wrestle. do. I wrestle, I might not, who knows, you know. He comes out there like, well, they didn't want to say he was going to wrestle because then people would be expecting that he was going to have a match. And no. if it wasn't good, they would be like, this sucks. I think but, he genuinely didn't know if he wanted to wrestle. He just decided on the day. He's like, yeah, yeah. fuck. And I think Vince, because he's a psychopath, just felt very confident that he'd be able to talk him into it. He might be right. Yeah. Either way, that's totally insane. Because, like, what if he says no? And what if the main event of WrestleMania is him just doing a stunner to Kevin Owens in a talk show segment? That would have been great if they promoted it as a match, and then he gets on there the day. He's like, you know what? Actually, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go home. It would have been, yeah. But I loved – I just watched that company fail, so I would have loved every part of that, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure if you were there live, it was cool. But people acted like he had this, like, amazing match. Yeah. Well, he didn't really. It's Power Rangers 2017 syndrome. Um, (laughs) That movie is okay, but I expected it to be dog shit. So the fact that it was okay was a very pleasant surprise to me, and I enjoyed it a lot because of that. Because I thought it was going to be one of the worst things I've ever seen. So the fact that it was fine, like, made it seem amazing. And I think that's what it is. Stone Cold didn't embarrass himself, so people were tripping over themselves to be like, holy fuck. He still got it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. All right, so, I don't think we actually got to your number. We didn't. Point. Um, Dwayne, I'm a, I'm a certain type of person, right? Um, I don't really uh, – I'm not like a lot of the people I grew up with. <laughs> sure. Right? Let's put it that way. I'm not a rural, like, country person, right? And I've never have been – I've never really vibed uh, with – people like that nothing against them right um stone cold is a redneck 
that is a bald man with a goatee that would get very intoxicated on beer and yell a lot. And um, my Aunt Heather married a man named Rick, that is my uncle, who is a bald man with a goatee uh, that would drink a shitload of beer, get very drunk, and then yell a lot. Um, right, sure. Stone Cold reminded me too much of my Uncle Rick, so I never got the appeal. I was like, this dumb, drunk, fucking redneck is the one everybody likes. Like, because uh, it always hit home to me, because Rick always, uh, I was always deeply ashamed of him at family functions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, it is, it is weird to, to, like, if you look at Steve Austin, like, outside of the vacuum he is he is really just a huge dickhead i never really yeah. thought about it that much before but like yeah he does kind of suck he's my uncle rick <laughs> yeah well also too like it was inescapable anywhere you went you saw a guy who looked and dressed exactly yeah like yeah Steve yeah Austin for like a good 10 years <laughs> uh, and now with now you see people that cosplayed Bray Wyatt that didn't know they were cosplaying Bray Wyatt. <laughs> that was my favorite phenomenon going on. Yeah, I uh, I told you this on Twitter, but uh, I'll tell it here. I went to a WWE house show uh, right after Christmas, and uh, one of the matches on there was a uh, big one here. Ed, it was uh, Bray Wyatt against Jinder Mahal. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, and uh, <laughs> real barn burner there. But uh, after Can't the uh, a worse you like they don't really like when you go to WWE house show like they don't really announce like the card ahead of time. Yeah, they'll kind of tell you like uh, who like who some of the names are going to be, and then like sometimes they'll announce the main event, but it's like fifty fifty on if that'll actually take place or not. And fucking Jinder Mahal comes out. <laughs> Which I didn't even know he was still around. I thought for sure he had been released. <laughs> and uh, anyway, they had like the match that you would ex- expect him to have. But afterwards. Because they're both bad. Yeah, they're both bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a house show. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like fourth on a house show. And it's Bray Wyatt against Jinder Mahal. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I mean? So, but afterwards, Bray Wyatt cut this, like, really serious, like, promo about, like, it was in the Greensboro Coliseum, you know? And he was going on and on about, like, how historic the building was and all this. But uh, then when he ends it, he goes, well, I love everybody here, and I respect you all. (laughs) <laughs> and I just thought that was such a weird thing to say. <laughs> I respect you all. <laughs> you want to know? I don't think you're dumb for coming to this, all right? I just want you all. Yeah, hey, they, hey. Listen, outside I, there, they all think you're stupid. I dress up in a little clown mask and play spooky boy. I want you to know that I do that because I respect you. When you leave here tonight, you tell someone where you were at, and they're going to tell you that shit is dumb. And you're dumb for liking it. Yeah. But I respect you, the spooky swamp wizard. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but the ticket was uh, the tickets were a, a Christmas gift, so it was up there uh, on the front row there, and I got um, to take my picture with Top Dollar. Yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, and also Kevin Owens, but I didn't post that one. 
But, um, and B Fab as well of, um, of Hit Row. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, um, but. <laughs> Hit Row? Okay, I'm gonna say this. I, like. Hit Row exists? I love Hit Row in, like, an ironic <laughs> way. You know what I mean? Like, because, okay, I, you see Top Dollar, like, you see the clips of him, you know? And you go, this guy's bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, Ed, I was in the fucking front row, right? So you see how true To see this guy wrestle live. And I'm talking about, I don't care if it's WWE or the fucking lowest level indie I've ever been to. He's got to be one of the bottom five worst wrestlers <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Just unbelievable. Have you seen the the thing on Twitter where somebody's like, Top Dollar wrestles like a sitcom dad got <laughs> accidentally put in a wrestling <laughs> match? That's great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, I was watching and I was like, man. I can't believe how bad this guy is. <laughs> I but see to me as a wrestling fan, I respect that. Yeah, that guy is making like at least six figures, and he's a terrible wrestler, dude. You got to sure if I still watch WWE, I would love Top Dollar, like. Because, like, I was going to say, like, the mid-2000, like, 2005 to 2010 yeah. or whatever, legitimately one of my favorite wrestlers to watch wrestle was the great Kali, because I thought he was so fucking funny. Like, yeah, yeah. everything Kali did was the funniest shit. So, when Top Dollar came back, Meltzer, like, put out a thing, and he was like, when they were doing the original Hit Row run in NXT, like... Everybody that ever, like, was around Top Dollar hated him. But he knew how to, like, suck up the Triple H. So whenever anybody complained, like, he just didn't believe him. He's like, no, this guy seems cool. And I was like, this guy gets the business. Like, in a le- on a level that most of these other wrestlers, like, yeah, you can go out there and do, like, flip-flops and all you want to. But, like... This guy gets it. He knows what's going on. It's like, hey, I want to buddy up to my good pal. They had a Halloween episode, and they dressed like DX. Brother, this guy yes. He's got it. He's got a mind for the business. You know? But let's get back to Steve Austin. Yeah, what's your se- – I'm sure your second reason isn't that he reminds you of your Uncle Rick. Well, Steve Austin did some stuff that I'm sure that we'll get into that reminded me of some people in my family, but I don't know how people want to get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, uh, my number two is like, uh, this guy only ever wanted to wrestle the fucking Undertaker, and it always sucked. Dude, every match he had with Undertaker was a terrible match. Like, they must have a thousand matches. And I don't think they ever had a good one. They're all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> always suck. Just like two guys who always just brought out like the absolute worst in each other. Dude, and people are like, well, maybe Austin just isn't good with bigger guys. And it's like, well, fuck you, because that match with Kane ruled. And he's yeah. like got a fucked up elbow in it. So, no, it's <laughs> it's the chemistry that the Undertaker and Austin have. 
it sucks. It's negative chemistry. Like, they actively take away from each other. From, like, in 98-99, it was impossible for Steve Austin to have a bad match unless he wrestled The Undertaker. And it sucked every time. Every single time. Yeah. He was just so over that you could put him in there with anybody, and it was great. Unless he wrestled fucking Undertaker, and then, like, people are falling asleep. Dude, he wrestled fucking old-ass Pat Patterson and Cheryl Briscoe. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, it was way worse than when he wrestled The Undertaker. Way worse. Like, yeah, oh, my yeah. God, The Undertaker's – that's an episode someday for sure. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, he's just – every match. And they, like – and they weren't going to do it anywhere else in the main event. You know what I mean? Like, it had to be the top of the card if it was Undertaker yeah. versus Stone Cold. And it always, always, always sucked. I mean, he really, like – he had, like, a three- or four-year run where, like, he only wrestles, like, Undertaker, Kane, Mick Foley, and The Rock. And if it's anybody else, he's, like, bitching about it. Yeah, dude, he had to lose to Triple H, and he was like, fuck you, I'm going to lose to Mick Foley, and he can lose to Triple H tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, which that kind of rules. Good on him for that. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I put this fucking guy over. He's like, no, I only put over Mick Foley, The Rock, yeah. and The Undertaker, and yeah. Kane. That's, yeah, that's it. it. Brother. <laughs> No way. They, um, they, because the plan also for that SummerSlam at one point was for him to wrestle China. And I just got to think, there's no fucking way he's agreeing to do that. No, no. But that would have ruled. That would have been, been like, so much cooler than that triple threat. Yeah, yeah. If they had done Austin and China in, like, 99, that actually probably would have been super sick. But there's no way he's doing that. Uh, yeah, he only fights women in real life. <laughs> or, like, give somebody else a chance to wrestle and maybe won't suck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who around that time, like, that summer, Andy, you do that shit with The Undertaker and Austin, right? I get that you gotta try it. And it yeah. just doesn't work. So you're like, alright, well, we'll go to, like, we'll add Kane into it. It's like, okay, that's yeah. a little better, that's a little better. But then they go back to it in 99. I'm trying to think, who at 99 they could have pushed up to that to be, like, the heel that fights Austin. Like, Ken Shamrock? Did he ever have, like, a giant feud with Ken Shamrock? That would have no. fucking ruled. Yeah. Ken Shamrock was awesome. They don't only do it in 98-99. Like, they do it again in, like, 2001. After, like, WrestleMania, when he turns heel, they turn Undertaker baby yeah, face. Oh, my God. Where it's just fucking <laughs> Undertaker and then, like, against Austin and Triple H forever. Yeah. And then Ugh. in, like, 2002, like, right before he leaves, they were, like, starting to tease, like, an Undertaker-Austin feud. And it's like, buddy, we, okay. You know, we got it. Can you imagine all the punches that are going to be thrown by two of the best pure strikers? <laughs> <laughs> That's always the funniest thing to me, is the best pure striker shit with the Undertaker. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? I don't know. I don't think they know. They just said I think Undertaker told him to say it one time, and Jim Ross just does it all the time, because he was told to say it. Yeah, because it's like... His character... His character from, like... I want to say it starts around, like, 2006. Yeah. Until around, like, 2000, like, 13, 14. It's one of the most dog shit, like, characters ever in the history of wrestling. Just, like... It's so bad. He's and like a zombie. Yeah, he's like a dead guy, but he knows he's keeping up with like the UFC. What's like? Oh, 
I know we're not here to talk about The Undertaker, but... He sucks, too. Yep. All right, Ed. I think I know what your final uh, point is going to be. <laughs> Do you? Well, let's get into it. Stone Cold uh, has beaten up a couple of women. I think that's the most fucking classless, disgusting thing a human being can do. So uh, I've had people in my family get beat up by men, uh, and I think if you do that, you're a dumb, stupid piece of fucking white trash. So I think I was like a lot of people when you suggested the idea to do this show six months ago or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, maybe longer than that now. It's February. But um, I was kind of like, well, you know. I mean, he, he, you know, he did this one thing and then he kind of made amends for it and like everybody's moved on. But actually, if you look into that, none of that is true at all. Yeah. He did it a lot of times to like multiple people and he's like never apologized to anybody. And also he's like super weird and manipulative about like, uh, keeping it like, uh, under wraps there. Hey, he had his demons. Yeah. That's it. That's the explanation. Oh, he had his demons. Well, guess what, man? I've known a lot of people with pill problems, and uh, not, none of them that I know have uh, beaten the shit out of multiple women. <laughs> like, that's because you're a piece yeah. of Yeah. You did that I mean, like, every wrestler up. in the world had right? some kind of drug issue at that time. Uh, it's also super fucked up because, like, basically, like, he breaks his neck, and Deborah, like, heals him. Nurses him back to help, like, for uh-huh. no fucking reason other than, like, just to be nice. Yeah. Yeah, great guy. He, um, but this does bring up one of my favorite Stone Cold podcast moments, um, because Stone Cold has beaten up multiple women, uh, when his current wife fell through, like, the deck at the pond and, like, hit her face and, like, yeah. had a big black eye. They had to talk, <laughs> he made her come on the podcast and tell the story. You try to play it off like, isn't that crazy? Ha ah, What I know in reality, it was like, I didn't hit her. Listen, listen to her talk. I didn't hit her. I didn't hit her. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah. Um. Uh, I don't even want to get into all my personal stuff, but yes, I, I have had the same stuff going in my family, but. Steve Austin, in particular, is just like a really heinous uh, guy. Yeah, uh, I would, I would like not recommend like looking into it too deeply because actually, like, uh, yeah, he's like just a really horrible guy uh, yeah. who like repeatedly did like the same thing. Yeah, not yeah. He also can't even wrangle in uh, Dean Ambrose in a, in a podcast interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. I don't think we need to dwell on that too long, other than just mention that it happened and that he yeah he fucking sucks, uh, and it, and it sucks that like um, he's still kind of heralded as like this great because uh, because like Hulk Hogan gets way more hatred online and from fans than Steve Austin does yeah and like if you really look at it like. Not defending Hulk, but, like, at worst, he's just kind of a fucking shithead. No, I, I get what you mean. Hulk Hogan deserves all the hate he gets, but yeah. Stone Cold also deserves that level of, like, disgust and hatred. Yeah, and more, and more so, <laughs> because, like, it's what he did is worse. 
You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 like, we should, like, if you don't ever want to forgive Hulk Hogan, like, I totally understand that, and that's fine. But, like, Steve Austin, then you can't, like, Steve Austin's, like, a hundred times worse. No, man, he's on pills. Well, brother, the Hulkster had had too much sushi. He's a fucking. I mean, he didn't know what he was talking about. You know what I mean? Too much sashimi, brother. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I feel like a fucking pig. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's move on to my number three point, so we don't make this a, a bummer. Because uh, I think this will be a good place to, to end on. He had unquestionably the worst heel turn in the history of wrestling. Yeah, and I know when I say that people are thinking WrestleMania 17, right? But that's actually not yeah. what I'm talking about because there is a worse heel turn. Because uh, if you remember, uh, in 2001, uh, the WWF bought WCW, yeah, and they and they had WCW invade, and they had turned Steve Austin heel at WrestleMania. And a lot of the audience was just like, well, you know what? In that case, I'm just going to stop watching. And they thought, ooh, better do something about this. So they bring WCW in. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have a big pay-per-view where it's WCW versus WWF. And so they luck into this situation where they don't have to do any kind of angle. They don't have to explain anything. They can just go, Steve Austin's a baby face now, forget about it, and we're off and running, right? And they do that, and it gets a huge response, and, like, the ratings go up, and then they, they, a week later, he fucking joins up with WCW, the, like, <laughs> company that he hates. Like, one of the top five things about Steve Austin is that he fucking hates WCW, and now he's just like, <laughs> They like Ed. They turned the guy heel, yeah. And all and the they, fans were like, "Hey, that sucks." We wanted to cheer this guy, and they're like, "Oh, okay, no problem. We'll turn him babyface again." And then they said, "Actually, uh, never mind." What that people has defend to be, it, right? Because they'll say it was his idea and it's what he wanted to do, but it's not his fucking show, and you need to be smart enough to explain to him. Yeah. Why that's a awful, terrible fucking idea. Like, look, they even had not. Like, look, Steve, we tried it, and it's fucking not going well. Hey, Steve, like, we, you we gave it a couple like, months. Um, <laughs> like, you notice how, like, all the ratings went down, and, like, uh, there's not as many people in the building? I was thinking, like, uh, what if we what if we stop doing that? Yeah. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I think we, gotta, we got something hot here. We got to keep this going. And they just, like, literally every year... From that point on, the ratings have gone down. Stone Cold killed wrestling. I mean, it re it really that was really the first time, and it became a a pattern over the next like twenty years. But that was the first time where WWE was just like openly like, actually, we don't give a shit what you want. We're just gonna do whatever bullshit makes us happy. And you can just like it because what are you going to do about it? It's also right around the time when they became a publicly traded company. So it's almost yeah. like they got fuck you money and felt like they could do whatever I, I, they wanted. I honestly think the bigger issue 
is that the XFL just drove Vince McMahon insane. You think that he was kind sane of, before that? That's what you're saying? Before that, he was well, a normal sane man. No, he was he was already a crazy person, right? But yeah. that kind of like um, public humiliation on that scale, <laughs> like really broke him in irreparable ways, and like he just lashed out against the audience. Because um, if you really look at like some of the stuff that was going on on TV at that time, WWF becomes like a really really weird company after WrestleMania. And it's it's pretty clear if you watch that stuff, like, why people stopped watching the shows. Because, like, uh, it, went, it went from this show that was, like, really fun to watch to this show that was just, like, a, just a huge bummer. <laughs> and I don't think that's, like... I don't think you want to turn on wrestling and it just be, like, depressing. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think that's what people want. Um, so I don't have anything else to say about Steve Austin, man. I think, uh, Same. I think, uh, I think we pretty much covered why this guy sucks. Yeah. Um, so I guess the question is, do you want to do another one of these? Yeah. What, what, do you have a name in mind? I don't. Hmm. Let's see. I haven't really thought about it too much either. You know, when we started this, someone I really wanted to do was Becky Lynch. But oh. in the last year, I've actually kind of come around on her. I think she's uh, I think she's all right. So Becky Lynch is in this uh, spot where I quit watching WWE, like, main roster shit in 2016. And I was done with NXT by, like, Bobby Reed's title run. So, like... Becky Lynch's whole run is in this blank spot for me where I have no fucking, no idea. I mean, I would say, like, any WWE wrestler, I'm basing my opinion on them off of, like, maybe the two or three times that I see them wrestle a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll watch, like, I'll go to, I'll go to the show if it comes, like, close by, and then I'll usually watch, like, the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania sometimes. So, yeah, but, um... Hmm, let's see. Who would be a good person to talk about that we both don't like? Okay, I'll tell you who I'll tell you who we'll do because uh it's he he recently came back and so there's gonna be a lot of Edge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's do it. Yeah, Edge is never good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright, go. let's, let's we'll do it. Alright. Alright, that sounds good. How do I? I don't know how to end the show. I think uh, just hey everybody, uh, please don't get mad at me. <laughs> you get mad at me. I'm all right with it. I don't. I just I don't like. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like when people get mad at me. I don't like to make people mad. <laughs> so yeah. Be nice to me. Be nice to Dwayne, everybody. Yeah.